Welcome to the five-star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host for the second time this week, Scott Edwards. And with me is Anna from Russell Pierce. Anna, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm so glad to be back, finally. I know, I know. You know <laughs> it, it, it's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And truthfully, along with being, you know, very busy, obviously. We were waiting for a certain match more than anything. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the last time that I've been here, the entire episode was just us crying about the one match that was supposed to happen and didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. So this feels like a full circle moment. Oh, like it, it really is. It really is. And, you know, so much has happened this weekend. It just happened to also be historic crossover. So I was like, well, we can talk about that too, obviously, but you know, everyone should know that you're here for Saya Kamatani versus Kyrie, and everything else was just an added bonus. <laughs> yes, uh, because when they, because for for a time, for a period of time after they canceled the match, they just didn't mention anything more about it. So I just, I, I assume they just forgot about it. They let go of I it. Know. We're not gonna end up having the match or if the match was going to happen it would probably be a dream kingdom so mm-hmm. i was just kind of yeah i don't think it's going to happen now like it's been a long time they haven't said anything about it i, I kind right. of accepted it but i was of course upset about it because it was my most expected match of the year and I it got know. taken away from us the first time like <laughs> it was it really got, painful <laughs> it got taken away from us and like you said them never bringing it up was like uh we're never getting this we are never getting this and you know, I, I did have some fear that it, it just wouldn't happen because, you know, Kyrie was going for the IWGP, and I was like, oh, this, it, we, we missed our chance. We missed our chance, but thankfully we got it. And I also thought the same thing. I thought Dream Queendom or not at all. Um, mm-hmm. But, of course, we got a just this big match, if not bigger, for Dream Queendom, which we'll talk about later. Um, but overall, you know, I'll, I was going to ask how did you feel about Gold Rush, but I guess how did you feel about Stardom's weekend as a whole? It was, you know, probably their biggest weekend of the year somehow. Yes, uh, it was an an amazing weekend with Stardom mm. pay per views. It can always count on the match quality. So yeah, you know, I was already expecting amazing matches, and of course, they delivered. They over delivered. They went like above and beyond expectations, like always. Yeah. And it was really nice to see them in the contest of also the crossover and interacting mm. with new people with male wrestlers and everything. And I think, I mean, we're going to get there, but uh, Go Rush, what really surprised me was the TLC match the most. Yes. Because for the singles matches, we, we already expect like the normal matches to be good. But when they yeah. do a stipulation, it can be like a Cosmic Rules match or it can be like, oh. you know, it, it really goes <laughs> a lot of ways. Yeah. And also they're, they're going to have a shampoo match in the next uh, Stardom and Showcase. So I, I don't know what stipulations in Stardom is a really complicated relationship. Oh, yeah. So I didn't yeah. know what to expect, but I was... I was kind of excited for it, and it ended up being like one of my favorite matches of the show. It was yeah of the weekend in general, I think. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny that you bring that up because I completely forgot the TLC match happened. Because <laughs> I loved it, I loved it. But like, as I was saying to you before the show started, we had this pay per view, we had full gear, we mm-hmm. had historic crossover. It was just so much. Add in, you know, that Kenny Omega is going back to New Japan and Kenny Omega, you know, the elite came back on AEW. And yeah, there's just been so much. There's just been so much like as big news stories as possible. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, let me let me process all this. But 
that's why we're here. That's why we're here to review Gold Rush because someone's got to remember this show. And I think a lot of people <laughs> should because truthfully, I thought it was one of their best shows of the year. But they have, yes. I think every show that they have is one of their best shows of the year, pretty much at this point. Honestly, yeah, I feel like with Stardom, because uh, in the rest of Pure's podcast, the Divas podcast, we have like yep. two Sundays of the month. Go watch, subscribe, everything. Uh, I was like talking about Stardom. I did a little Stardom introduction for people mm -hmm. who, don't, who don't really know Stardom. Doing God's and work. one of the questions, yeah, doing the Lord's work. <laughs> and I was getting like questions from the chat. And one of the questions, like, what is the Stardom match of the year? My brain just fully stopped working because I cannot, I can't think, like, oh, my brain just, like, got overload. I was just, a lot of matches started coming to mind, and I couldn't even, I couldn't even process because there's so many matches that I think are, like, yeah. match of the year candidates for stardom. I can't mm -hmm. even decide a top 10 right now. It's insane. And in every single show, another, like, one or two matches get added to the list. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been really really complicated to decide what it was the show of the year what were the matches of the year the wrestlers of the year because it's been non-stop greatness from stardom well that's the funny thing you know because i'm trying to i try to get awards and like lists together for the end of the year and it's like well stardom dream queendom's like the last days of the year so like i have to wait it doesn't matter until then right because <laughs> like that's last year that was the show of the year it had you know two incredible matches of uh, three incredible matches at least you know we had julian konami you had Sai and tam obviously and then you had shuri and mm. utami and i like and now we have julian shuri guaranteed and we have more which we'll talk about it's like i can't I, I can't make a list i i don't even think i can make a list to begin with with stardom this year <laughs> um they they just had an incredible year but that's funny you know what you should have said you should have just said saya kamatani that was the match of the year there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I basically did. I, I said like Sayaka Mitani has been like the one of the best, if not the best, champion of the entire yeah. year. Don't no matter any company, gender, like it doesn't matter for me. Like all all her matches have delivered and over delivered. Like yeah. she is having one of the best white belt title reigns ever. She's mm -hmm. really up there to get like I feel like a couple of more great matches. She can be yeah. like number one in the least. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. I, I just talked about that. Yeah, it, I saw it, your tweet. It really got me thinking. <laughs> but it, I feel like she's really close. She she's probably if so, she's probably one or two defenses away, truthfully, from being mm -hmm. like, yeah, I, I think it's undeniable now. Um, especially because of how popular stardom is too now. It's like every match pretty much has to be a banger and every match is a banger. Um mm -hmm. At the very least, as you know, I think that's what Seamus says. The banger after it's actually Sayakamatani's <laughs> thing. It's not Seamus's yeah. thing. Uh, but let's get in. Let's get into the show. It was a big card. I think it was nine matches. Yes, nine matches. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the first match obviously doesn't matter. I'm not gonna be hurtful here, but uh, Natsuko Tora and Raka defeated Lady C and Miyu Amasaki as well as the team of Saeed and Momokoko. This is the pre-show match that I think like most people miss <laughs> majority of yeah. the time because it's like <laughs> it's maybe five minutes in that like 30 minute buffer before the show starts. Um, mm -hmm. It was fine. <laughs> that's I mean, my. It was that's nice. My <laughs> For me, it's like it's nice to be in that quarter back again, and that's it yeah. for me. Like I'm just. <laughs> oh, I know how much cool of a Lady match. C fan you are. So. Ugh, <laughs> the Brit Baker of Starnum, as I like to call her. <laughs> oh, that's well. I always, I always make a joke. It's like you see Queen's Quest come out, and that's like 
oh, there's Lady C too. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, not her fault. It's just like, come on. <laughs> it's three of the best in the world, and Lady C is just there. It's yeah. just it, they set her up so bad, you know. <laughs> oh, it's it's just such a tough vibe. It's such a tough vibe for her. It's but complicated. we'll get complicated. <laughs> it's complicated, but we'll we'll get to the start of the show here because I feel like this is. Uh, the part that matters the most. Uh, so we had Azumi defending the high-speed championship against Moko Hanazono. Uh, you know, if anyone's watched, um, what are the shows? New Blood. You know Momoka. Um, but I, I do think that people didn't ever really know who Momoka was until this match. She's more than just the girl that blows bubbles with her wand thingy. She's very <laughs> talented, very vicious in a lot of ways. Um and I thought she brought it here. I thought this was a perfect way to start the pay-per-view. And it kind of shocks me that we don't start shows with high-speed title matches more nowadays. Because it's like, mm-hmm. how else? Like, name a better match type to get you into a pay-per-view. You can't. It's just like, it's perfect. And I thought this was the perfect way to do it. Azumi, you know, going out of her mind as she does. And it was just a great high-speed title match. Yeah, it, it was really good for me. Like, uh, Azumi's title reign has been like the same as Sayo and Shuri's just banger after banger after banger, but in a different way, yeah. you know, because I feel like with high speed matches, you can be more creative in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. More like, uh, this reminded me a little bit of the May Suruga match because it was like yes. really comedic at times, you know, mm-hmm. they really like lean into the comedic side of the match, but also keeping like showing that they're both really talented in the ring so it was a really good match and high speed matches really like get you going it was oh it was really fun i didn't i didn't know like uh sorry momoka i forgot her name momoka, momoka. i was okay. gonna say i almost i almost say momokogo i was like no that's not her name i know <laughs> it's really close uh, momokogo is, yeah i'm so sorry yeah i i didn't really like know a lot about her before mm-hmm. like i've seen her new blood once or twice but never really caught my attention yeah. So I was really, I was kind of surprised when they announced the match. I was like, I was interested, of course, yeah. because I know like Azumi is able to turn it out like with everyone. So I, I really liked it. I think it was a good introduction yeah. for her because I feel like a lot of people didn't know her that much as well. So yeah, I yeah, they, yeah. They seem to tease that there'll be more from these two in the future. Um, they also, you know, threw out their tweets. They kind of brought Mesa into the conversation as well. So. Mm. I was wondering if they maybe will do that as a triple threat for Dream oh. Queendom, maybe, which, you know, just that. Yes. That'd yes. be insane. Still, I still defend. I know, like, uh, Azumi versus Starlight Kid was like the match and all that. I, but I I'm still, I still, I still defend that the Mesuruga match was Azumi's best match this week. Like it's, in the title it's phenomenal it's definitely yes. in the title reign. I, you know, I yes. love that Starlight Kid match. Like, it's one of my favorite matches of the entire year. But I have yeah. the Mesa Ruga one right there, too. It's like, yeah. because they're so different, right? Like, the Starlight Kid one, you have the whole rivalry, and, you know, these two are going to be rivals forever. But you bring in Mesa Ruga, and they, they just were so creative, and they had so much fun. And, you know, we, on this show, we love Mesa Ruga, and anyone that doesn't love Mesa Ruga is wrong, um, as exactly. I like to say. But, <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope that they go with the triple threat like they're teasing because that would be a lot of fun between those three, how creative they can get. Um, and, you know, we need we need a challenger for Azumi because there is no clear challenger for that show, um, which, you know, I've been trying to guess this whole time, but I, I honestly have no clue. Um, and I guess that's the good part about stardom. You don't really – you're not really able to predict most things. Um, like I thought, you know, I thought Kairu was winning this match and 
Yes. The thing with yeah with Azumi, like uh, her title ring, what you said about the challenger, I feel like that's the case for a lot of titles right now mm -hmm. because we know like Shuri has Julia. For Saya, we don't know anymore. I, for like uh, yeah, for Tom and Natsupoi, we're gonna find out because of the tag league. Before the the artist titles, yeah. we're also like not sure, you know. So. And for the future title as well, like we don't know who's right. gonna be, who are gonna be the challengers. So I'm I'm excited for that. I'm nervous. I'm excited, but I trust Rossi Ogawa more than anything. So yes, I did too. Even though he had me challenging him the ne next day, but you know, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. That was that was. <laughs> it wasn't only his decision. I get no, it. No, I, so like... I know. I <laughs> know. Uh, I can still be upset. Uh so yes, <laughs> we got to the Money Ball Scramble Tournament. Um, Julia, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai not so shockingly beat Natsupoi, Tam Nakano, and Waka Tsukiyama. You know, <laughs> poor Waka. Well, yeah, Waka is like, yeah, no, because like Waka is one of the wrestlers that when she's in the match, you just know like the team is losing yeah, because she's yeah. just there to get pinned. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's never won before, so it's like, well, she's not gonna win now, especially in this <laughs> random trios match. Um, I thought, you know, all things considered, you know, the predictability of it. Um, they they had good work, of course, because you know you have Julia and Tam in there, so you know, kind of guaranteeing fun between those two, but also the Natsupoi. I thought Natsupoi and Tekla did some really good work in yeah, as well. Mm -hmm. They were my, really my favorite work, part. Yeah. Yeah. I think like their chemistry in the match was like one of my favorite parts of the match. Just yeah. because they're both really high speed and they're both like really creative with their movesets. So yeah. when they were having their moments together, it was really invested. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Natsupoi has had, well, she's obviously had a you know breakout year from going from DDM to Cosmic Angels. But at the same time, people forget her match with Saya Kamatani that was like absolutely incredible this year mm -hmm. that's one of the yes. best matches of the year too see this is yes. see, this is why i can imagine your your brain uh short-circuited when you go or ask that question because every time i start talking about these people i'm like well there's that one and there's that one you know yeah. it's just been incredible no, it was already it was already like super hard to decide before the grand prix and then we had the grand prix and in the grand prix oh. like alone we had like 20 matches that could be mentioned here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Grand Prix shattered it. Like the Grand Prix shattered my brain, shattered how wrestling works. I was like, wrestling isn't allowed to be this good every single day, but it is for them. It was insane. Like uh, the Grand Prix is a whole other conversation, but like I know. Yeah. But even in the house shows, I was like so used to house shows being the you know kind of like social house matches, shows. and it's good. <laughs> uh, they uh, got good matches for stardom, but like not amazing matches, but they were delivering amazing matches at the house show. So it just got really complicated. Yeah. As I like to say the the, the G1 would never be that good uh, um, nowadays, but uh, so yeah, the DDM moved on. And then the next match uh, stars, Mayutani Koguma and Hazuki beat the God's eye team of Tomoki Inaba, Mirai and Ami Saray, which, you know, this was a little more of a toss up because Mirai was the one that was like, Hey, let's do a money tournament. So I was like, mm -hmm. all right. I mean, her, sh, proposing it kind of gives me a little thought you might win, but I was like, well, you can't beat this stars trio. You just, you can't yeah. do it. Uh, this is the stars trio. Um, I thought the match was really good. I thought it was better than the one previously because, you know, you didn't have my Sakurai walk in there. So 
there's there's a little like six good wrestlers yeah exactly and i think the god's eye trio you know this is their this is inaba's first time working in stardom or in god's eye without shuri and i thought that was Mm -hmm. really interesting to see how she meshed with them uh with ami and mariah and i thought she meshed in really well which is exciting because you know i think we were all pretty prepared for her to come in full time eventually um, just mm-hmm. a matter of when, aka when she drops that big belt that she carries for in JTO. Um, but I thought this was really good for a undercard trios match that you know didn't have many stakes. Well, it did have stakes, but you know. Yeah, for, I feel like trios matches in Stardom always deliver. Yeah. So, there, it's never you'll never watch a trios match. I start in trios match and you're like, yeah, that was okay. No, it's always like, okay, that was good. You know, yeah. that was good. That was really good. And I, I for this for me actually, I was more like certain and on who was gonna win this match and in the sure. previous one because I saw like Mayu and I was like, okay, they're not gonna have Mayu lose uh, right. the day before she has because they want like still to create some doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So I just know, yeah, they're not gonna have Mayu lose. That's a good point. So that was like, yeah, this was the one thing that I had in mind for the whole tournament. I kind of just knew, okay, Mayu is going to win like the whole thing. Stars are going to win the whole thing. But still, it was a fun match to watch. It was. It was. Yeah, the the doubt there was more like, well, I mean, Mariah did say it, but like, why would they have them win? Like, (laughs) those three don't, the God's Eye trio don't scream ladder match participants. Yes. (laughs) So it's like, you know, that would be kind of weird. Um, the next match was a Goddess of Stardom Tag League match as Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid defeat Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. Awaito tie versus Awaito tie. You know, so mm-hmm. for some people, uh, they may not like this at all because, you know, I, some people don't like Awaito tie, and I'm just like, why? I love, why? I love all of them. I like Who doesn't Momo- like Awaito tie? I need names. <laughs> Who are those people? <laughs> I can't give them out because there's way too many. But I think, one, I think Momo and Starlight Kid have been the best tag team in stardom this year. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I know FWC was fantastic. I know Meltier's great, or currently great. Um, but these two have just, whether it's a trios match, whether it's a tag team match, they are always one of the best matches on the card. Now, this show, I didn't really expect that, right? Because we're going against Saki Kashima and Fukuki Depp. But it was a lot of fun. Right, you had a, a way to tie versus a way to tie. Who's going to out cheat the other? That's the that's the yes. fun of it. And I thought, and I thought it was a blast of a time. And thankfully, Black Desire finally got a win because you know they were <laughs> slacking there for a while, which you know was devastating for me and my uh, my image here trying to talk them up. <laughs> like, they couldn't get a win, but I thought the, I thought this was fun. Yes, I, I really liked it. I, I like when we have matches like within the same faction. Because mm-hmm. it's always an interesting dynamic to watch. Yeah. And like Oedos High being the heel faction is even more interesting because like you said, like who's gonna out cheat the other? Like you can mm-hmm. see the dynamic within themselves. And of course, moments are like they never miss. No. Never ever miss. I, I just yes, I love them. For me, I still uh, protecting of the year in stardom is also so hard for me. Because so I just I just yes, I remember the FWC matches and they had so many amazing matches mm-hmm. that I can't like really decide, but like Black Desire is just two of the best of stardom yeah. together yeah. and they, Black- their chemistry is amazing, their moves are amazing. And and then you have Meltier, the, the, the Meltier, they're just like just form, but it seems like they've been together forever. 
Mm-hmm. It feels like they should have been together forever, you know? I know. Like everything is perfect from the entrance, the like the vibe, yeah. everything, the moves. Yeah. So it's really hard for me to decide, but the match was was really fun. You can never yeah. miss when Momo and Starlight Kid. Well, that's the funny thing. I talked to uh, on, you know, I did an exclusive like historic crossover review of like all the New Japan matches and stuff too with Chris Sampson. He said to me, he was like, "How is Natsu Point not a Cosmic Angel? <laughs> she, because she is the Cosmic Angel." And I was like, I, "Yes, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> like it, it's incredible how she joined that group." But I was like, "Wait a minute, she's the best one of them." Like in terms of like yeah. fit, if that makes sense. Um, that might anger some people. I know, you know, Mina and Unagi, you know, they have their they have their followers. And I love Mina and Unagi, but there's something about Nazi points like this is the mm-hmm. perfect fit. It is the perfect yes. fit. But um yeah, this was really good. And the you know why I give Black Desire the edge? It's because they have the trios artist matches. It's kind of like mm-hmm. They, you know what they have? They have the Young Bucks treatment where it's like, you know what? They can also go team with Kenny and have even more great matches, right? Even if they're not in the tag team title picture. It's like, well, they can just, you know, bring Saki Kashima along and it's like, hey. Yeah, Saki Kashima, the Kenny Omega Yeah, it's of course. Yeah. Hey, so, you know, it's funny because Saki Kashima's been fantastic in those artist matches as yes. well. But I'm not She's saying Saki's Kenny. I just want to point that out. I don't want to, you know, if there's anyone that's Kenny, uh, well, I'm not going to have that conversation. You know what? There's a lot of great Mayu. wrestlers. That, yes. Yes, it's definitely <laughs> the best belt machine. Um, yes. Mayu Iwatani sounds about right to me. Uh, the next ta- the t- next tag league match was Micah and Hameka defeating Nanai Takahashi and you. Mm-hmm. I thought this match kicked ass. Like I thought this exceeded any expectation I had. I knew I knew it was gonna. In the wise words of uh, I don't know I don't know who's ever said this, but it thumped. Like the, the you know you have four powerhouses. That just hit mm-hmm. each other really freaking hard for eleven minutes or so, and it was uh no, I think they went almost the time limit actually, so it was around fourteen. It was almost fifteen, yeah. Yeah, and the best part was that there was a clear winner. Mahime won, you know, because with Nanai and you, I honestly never know if they're ever going to lose. So <laughs> getting to say Mahime get a win like this and such a big win mm-hmm. was nice on the card because you know. Jamaica and Micah, despite having big matches this year, have uh, gone a little too used to losing big matches. So this was this is nice for them yeah. to win a paper. <laughs> yeah. uh, every single time that Nana has a match in stardom, I just want to like, rub it in the face of everyone who was against her going back to stardom. Because mm-hmm. she is She's killing killer. it. People were so annoying when she had the match against Shuri. They're like, no, yeah. why is she coming back? That why is she having this too. match? It was a great match. Yes, it was. And now, like, every single match that she has has been amazing. So mm. I'm just, yes, I, I'm just really happy to have her back in stardom. And I, I was really happy to see Mike and Himeka win as well. Because yeah. even though they've been losing a lot, there's still another tag team that when I think about the best tag teams of the year, they're still up there. They're always up there, you mm-hmm. know? They're just phenomenal together. They're also like a tag team that were born to be together. Basically. Yes. I think, so, I think yeah. they're winning tag league. So... I think Ooh, they'll, they'll think face. So? I have okay. I have like my prediction. I think it's gonna. Oh no! Oh no! You thought it was that? Wait. Was it, oh. Yeah, but then I remember the Kyrie Utami yeah. match. Fuck. So yeah. I really thought. I, I was thought like, it was them gonna, too. Mm, but yeah, Mafia right. Bella. We know it's not gonna be, but I mean. Yeah. Well, I said Mahime at the beginning, and then they did the Kyrie Saya match. And I was like, well, 
if Saya loses, they could always have Utami and Saya face Meltier. Mm-hmm. And then she and you know, then they went to a draw. Then Tommy got the match with Kyra. I was like, well, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, well, I it's, I don't know why in my mind I, I simply like I accepted that was my booking because that was like my booking. <laughs> was just Aphrodite yeah, is winning. Yeah, Rossi but I listen yeah. to you. You know, what? just have them but go like, twice. They'll wrestle twice on yes. each other. <laughs> Double side Kamatani. I, I feel like a neighbor gonna have like. Someone wrestling, maybe not. And I don't know if they're gonna wrestle twice, but I have my prediction. We're gonna talk a little bit later about the Dream Queen prediction, I guess, mm-hmm. like who we think are gonna challenge for the titles. But I have someone yeah. in mind that I think maybe you know go okay. against Saya. All right, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> there's like 10 people that could, but at the same time, it's like who the hell? I, I don't know. Yeah, like I, this is guesses. We're really just guessing at this point. That's the fun of it. And I thought there was, I thought someone would have challenged at the end of her title match. That's mm-hmm. why I was shocked that we're sitting here without a clear challenger because we have a month. I don't know how, yeah, and I don't know how they're they're gonna pull it out. They don't have like another pay per view in between, right? They, they have do? Uh, okay. they have the tag league final, which is a weird place to uh, lay down a world yeah. wonder startup title challenge. But I think it will be a pay per view. <laughs> What what if it's like a uh, start on showcase during the shampoo match? They just you know <laughs> someone cuts off Kasaya's hair and that's your match. <laughs> who's uh? I don't even know who's in that match with her besides Lady. I C. think him him Mecca's in the match as well. No, well, I don't reason. want another Mecca title match. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Mecca fan. But it was a good it. match. But it yeah, was. No, no. It was not Kyrie though. But now thinking about the tag teams, uh, maybe. My teammates probably probably gonna win, and it's gonna be an amazing match because it's gonna be like oh, yeah. the two like small ones against the two like powerhouses, uh, and like high speed against powerhouses. Always like a fun combination. Yeah, and that's the place probably gonna also, throw them, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, and it's always also that there there's the story because Natsupoi she had to face Julia and like deal with that, but yep. she still having like had the match against her mm. former tag partners yeah. as well. Right, so, and I always find it funny with those matches. It's like, oh, and Tam's just there, you know, she's chilling. She's just gonna, <laughs> she's just gonna be on the emotional support for Natsupoi after she gets <laughs> beat down by her old group, um, which is always entertaining, unfortunately. But Natsupoi is one of my favorites, so it's okay. But let's get to the big title match here. We're already at it. Saya Kamatani versus Kyrie. It was months in the making, really almost a year because. You know, we started to get those teases of someone coming to stardom, right? Remember, you know, Saya walks mm-hmm. in to Rossi Ogawa's room and she's like oh, shocked at the person in the hat. And that's when everyone started, you know, with the with the rumors. It's like, it's Kyrie, it's Kyrie, it's a Kyrie. Some people said Tony Storm. I was like, it's not Tony Storm. No. Um <laughs> you know, Tony Storm went in and saved the AEW women's division instead. They you know. Bless her. Saved (laughs) saved us from Um, (laughs) the best she could. And it was like, it has to be Kyrie. And then, of course, it was revealed as Kyrie at that special press conference they did. Um, And it felt like this was the match. This was the match we're working to. And then we finally got it announced, right? Kyrie, you know, comes out, challenges Saya. Oh, I'm going to, you know, make you prove why, or I'm going to prove why you're not a great wonder stardom champion, which, you know, those are fighting words in this, in mm-hmm. this world today, you know, trying to tell Sia she's not a great champion. <laughs> and of course the week of heartbreak COVID happens to Kyrie, the match. <laughs> that ended. was, yes. And I just remember being like, 
Why? Like, why this start. match? Why did it have to be this match? Like, all year we're fine, <laughs> and then this match is the one that's taken away from us. Um, that was painful. <laughs> it was. You know, Hameka did her best to fill in, but there was just, like, such a emptiness after that show, because it's like, ah, we're supposed to have, you know, what, maybe the biggest match of the year. So then, you know, Sai lays down the challenge after beating, oh, my God, who she beat? Mina? Yes, after she beat Mina, and then we finally, we finally were here. We were finally here, and right off the rip, Kyrie going full Kabuki Warrior. I was not ready for that. I was like, "Whoa, yeah. she she knows <laughs> that she's the bad guy here," which is crazy because you know you're Kyrie, but I thought the match was fantastic. You you know, going to a thirty minute draw is very difficult for any. Wrestlers, but mm-hmm. they they packed in that thirty minutes. I thought this was the best Kyrie match up until this point that she's had since coming back by a f- big margin. And you know, working with Saya Kamatani doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match. What can I say about this match? I I, I don't have words. <laughs> I was just so happy. <laughs> I was so excited, so happy. And I know a lot of people got a little bit uh, weirded out about the booking about the draw, but I love the draw. I thought it was smart. Yeah, I thought it was really, really smart because, like, you you find a way after the draw. I, was, I began to think, oh, maybe like they're gonna have the match at Dream Queen or the rematch because Kyrie did pick up the microphone and say like she wants a rematch without a time limit. So I, I still want to see when they're gonna do that. I'm still interesting to see when they're gonna do that because I know they can do even more. Yeah, like I just know they can do even more. And saying that it's insane because this, this match was already. <laughs> absolutely yeah. incredible and like you say like Kari accepting that she was the heel was really was, was a really nice dynamic to watch because Saya is the ultimate baby face from the starting roster I don't think there's like anyone who's a bigger baby face than her right now she's just such a natural baby face like she makes mm-hmm. everyone like care for her she, in, in every single one of her matches she's always like even if she, her being the champion she's always like the underdog for us yeah. somehow I don't know how that works <laughs> it's true no but, you're definitely right yeah, and I love that. I love that she had just has like the natural baby face yeah. energy. So it was nice to see Kyrie embracing that, you know. And right. the match is just amazing. When the time limit hits and like you just hear like the bell, you just ah, I couldn't oh, believe. Yeah. I was I was in ecstasy. I, that match is just everything that I was expecting and more. I knew they were gonna go crazy. It was gonna be amazing. It was gonna be one of my, my favorite matches of the year, mm-hmm. and definitely met all my expectations. So yeah, their Which chemistry is felt also impossible, really... right? Like yes. the expectations that got doubled because the match got postponed, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they were set up to yeah. fail almost in a lot of ways because it's like if you don't live up to this highest thought process, mm-hmm. like how I think you can do, it's like then I'll be upset, and I I never doubt, I never doubt these two right it's like no. we got Kyrie, who's one of the best all time we have saya who's if she's not your best in the world then guess what she's top three all right like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that's the rest of the year yeah exactly like she has done so much with that wonder of stardom title and this match it was just it was it was perfect in what a 30 minute draw can be perfect and the only draw that I've seen better than this in the past couple of years 
is the Utami Shuri draw. And that's cheating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I consider that cheating because, like, that was that match, you know, was the one that blasted stardom off into mega popularity, right? But mm-hmm. this was, you know, this didn't get the extra time either. We got to remember yes. that. Like, that match got extra time, which I think helped make that perfect. This didn't get that, mm-hmm. but I thought they absolutely killed it here. My only critique, and this is because this is what I do, is that I wish one of them hit their finisher at the end. Like, oh, as yes. the bell was going mm-hmm. off, I think that would have been the perfect elevation. Like, if she hit the insane elbow or, if, you know, it was or Sai hit the Phoenix Splash, like that would have been a perfect end at the buzzer and just be like, Oh, yes. it was that close. They were that close. Uh, um, yeah, I love when they do that, but I feel like they want to keep like the mystery. Like oh, if maybe one do. of them hit the finisher, like it would have like would the match yeah. be different, you know? That's but true. it was just amazing to see Kyrie wrestling, like she didn't have a main a main event title match the next day. When she did like the, the insane elbow on the chairs, like outside the ring, I what was the woman thinking? Like, <laughs> when she was doing that, I was like, did someone want to tell her? Like, does someone want to tell her what she's doing tomorrow? Anyone? No? All right, cool. <laughs> like, she's never done, like, the big chair stuff ever. I never have seen her do that. And she's like, today, I'm doing it. <laughs> and they were so creative. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. the, Kyrie was so good at being the heel in this match. You know, no one's going to boo Kyrie, but you need a heel and a baby face in any match to make them great, I think. And she worked that so well. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to beat you up. I'm going to kind of bully you around this arena, and you're going to have to survive. And that's something we've really seen her do so many times already, too. Like, yeah, you know, she th- that's the Sai Kamatani thing. She's going to, like you said, she's somehow still the underdog in the majority of her matches. But she always fights back, and I think that's why her matches are so great. Um, you know, this this can be the Sai Kamatani praise show. That's kind of what that's yes. why you're here after <laughs> all. Um, but like just thinking back to all her, her challenges, like the one with Mirai, I thought was a real sign of that uh, because man, Mirai brought it to Saya. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Starlight Kid as well. Starlight Kid, that yeah, that one was very much uh, mm-hmm. Saya as the underdog because that was when Starlight Kid debuted her uh, leg breaker, and that you know she was really attacking the leg. Mina even the Mina match, like mm-hmm. Mina went in there with a game plan, destroyed the leg. That's the best Mina match I've ever seen. <laughs> like, yeah, no, by far. And the thing so with, with the thing with Saya that I feel like it makes her the wrestler of the year and it makes her one of the best champions. It's not like she's not only a dominant champion. She's of course dominant because she's beating everyone, mm-hmm. but at the same time she can, she always makes her opponents look so good. Mm-hmm. And she always gives you that doubt. Like I knew Mina wasn't winning the white belt. But right. I, f- I felt like the, the little doubt in the middle of the match. Yeah. Like yeah. she just makes you go against all logic. And just start like wondering what is gonna happen, and I feel like that's amazing for you to be a good champion and for you to be like a, one of the greatest wrestlers. You just have mm-hmm. to know how to make your opponents look good as well. Yeah. It's not only knowing how to make make good moves and be amazing in the ring. You also have to think about the other person because that's what makes the match even more amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I that's why when I say like Saya for me is a wrestler of the year, and for me she's been having a better year even than like Shuri, is because yeah. of that. 
because in a lot of Shuri matches, you're just like, yeah, Shuri's going to win. Then you're like, you watch the whole yes, match, like, okay, this true. is an amazing match, but like Shuri's winning. Yeah. And with Saya, she always gives like so many feelings and emotions. You just mm-hmm. go through a, a, a whole ro- roller coaster with her, and every single match is different from the other. Yeah. She always like adapts to her opponent really well. So I just, yeah, Saya Kamitani praise podcast. Like, the, she's yeah. the best. And my absolute favorite. Yeah. Like, don't have any words for her she you know, keeps on impressing me yeah like, that's true <laughs> it, you you make a great point because you know ever since the mirai match i've thought she's had a shot to lose ever since mm-hmm. then and now we're sitting here in november heading into december you know and she's about to have a year-long reign um and that, that's a credit to her that's a credit to also the booking of her opponents too right and she's made them all grow. Like Mirai left her match better than she was before. Natsupoi mm-hmm. left the match better than she was before. I think that's I think that's the match that elevated Natsupoi to where she is now in a lot of ways. It's like, oh, she yes. might be a she's gonna be a future wonder champion. Starlight Kid walked out better than she was before. I am still shocked Starlight Kid didn't win, honestly. I really did think that was gonna be the one. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it wasn't yet, yet, yet. Key keyword is yet. <laughs> um, who else did she face? I really want her to face Momo because of the record. Oh, I yes. think that is a must if she g- gets past Dream Queendom, of course. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, maybe the Dream Queendom match, maybe I feel like there's two options in my head that I feel like would be amazing options. Maybe yeah. Starlight Kid. And then mm-hmm. she loses the belt to Starlight Kid because I still feel like they have a uh, unsolved story together. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not done. It's not right. done, you know. So I still feel like Starlight Kid could get the title from Saya, or maybe she goes against Momo for the record. Because if she has a, a match at the Tag League final, she just has like a filler match. The match at Dream Queendom is gonna be like the match for the record. She's gonna yep. like beat. Uh, she's gonna be in the same level as Momo. She's gonna be at thirteen yep. defenses. Yeah. So that's like what I'm thinking about. Maybe for Dream Queendom, but for both of the matches that I uh, I have in mind, they're both champions. They both like have to have their own match for the mm-hmm. trios title. So that's why I'm kind of not sure or confused. Yeah. Maybe they wrestle twice. Like maybe they they don't have the match for the trios title. Yeah, they have they like could, a random tag match for the that. other two. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I feel like either Momo or Starlight Kid are the best options for Saya at Dream Queendom personally. I do too. Um, I've also said Mariah is the third option. I think. I think it's very clear that Mariah has not lost her steam in their eyes. Right? She, you know, she walks through the Stardom Rambo. And I know the Rambo doesn't matter that much, but you know, she went from one and one. Right? It's like so. Looking at last year's Stardom Dream Queen, there wasn't. Oh, there was an Arsenal title match, but there wasn't a tag title match. So you can easily make that switch, right? No artist match yeah. and instead have a, which we will have a Goddess of Stardom tag title match. So, you know, I don't think your idea is at all crazy because I think, I think a lot of people agree that Starlight Kid probably the one that takes the belt off of her. And if it's not her, it's Mirai. I, I think it has to be Starlight Kid. I think she's so overly ready if that makes sense like mm-hmm. i know yes. she's like 20 years 21 years old so it's like all right how like she has time but it's like i don't know you don't want to you don't want to hold her back too long right it's like she mm-hmm. she's very ready um so yeah i think your your idea is definitely on point there because of what they did last year they're they're fine not having 
all the titles defended. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, maybe because I still want to see Saya like, beat Momo's record. And I feel like if there's anyone to do that, it's Saya. And it's now, like, Russ, like, he loves her. It's obvious. Yeah, right. Like, she's the, the champion right now, you know. So I feel like it would be amazing if at Dream Kingdom, she, she like, gets equal to Momo's record. And maybe then she had, like, another match in uh, another pay-per-view. And she holds a title until World Climax. And at mm-hmm. World Climax, she loses to Starlight Kid. Yeah. That I, would be, I like, think my favorite perfect. booking. Maybe, like, night one, she has a match against Kyrie. Like, I don't know, because she's still... Or maybe, like, she loses the white belt, and then she has the match against Kyrie without the time mm-hmm. limit for the IWGP. They yeah, also can do too. that. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. I think it would be smart for Sai to keep the belt past Dream Queendom. Because yes, you don't want to switch both belts again on the very same night again. Not that it's like a mm-hmm. big deal if they do it good for them. Um risky stuff, but I don't know. I feel like Saya has earned herself a longer reign than just the all right, we got to 365, let's end it. Um mm-hmm. and that also if that's a possibility, I think Momo Suzu Suzuki is a big one that oh. I'm still waiting for. You know, Suzu Suzuki beat Saya did the title thing and hasn't been seen since, which yeah destroys me inside. She is on uh, Starman Showcase, so you know they're going to be in the same building. Just saying, there's a little hope there. Um, but I, I, I definitely hope a Momo defense is in there. If she's if she does go on to break the record, mm-hmm. it would be wrong otherwise. You know, just to like skip that obvious story point, and they would have an amazing match. Obviously, oh. so no, now I'm thinking because. Uh... She probably won't have a title defense in Children Kingdom, so maybe yeah. they do. They do Suzu Suzuki. She retains at Dream Kingdom, and then the next match in the first pay per view of the year, she has the match against Momo, mm. and she it, it, like gets then the same mm. like uh, same defenses, yeah. and then she has the World Climax Starlight Kid, and loses the belt. I think that would be like the best booking. But the thing is, I had I have had so many best bookings because for me, in my mind, it was like, okay, of course it's gonna be Kyrie at Dream Kingdom. So I know that's what I they thought keep, too. Yeah, they keep like switching, like, yeah. and you never know. That's like one one of the things that I love about Stardom. You never know what besides like the really obvious, like Julia taking the title off Shuri. Like sure. you never really know like uh, what ways they're going with a lot mm-hmm. of things, and it's always a good way. Like you always end oh, up yeah. satisfied. I guess so. The yeah. unpredictability in this company, yes. and when and, and here's here's when they do get predictable, it's the right choice, right? Like yes. With with Julia winning the five star, I was like, well, the, no one else should win the five star. Um, yes. Julia probably beating Shuri. Well, no one else should be beating <laughs> Shuri. It's like, it's those things. It's, just, it's like that's what you're supposed to do. That's called good booking. Tony Khan, take a take a rain yes. check. Pay attention, buddy. It's like the, the same thing, like with Shuri winning the five star and then taking the title off Utami, yeah. which is like it was the right thing to do. Exactly. You know? Which is exactly. like the right decision. Well, so I feel like when they get predictable, I don't feel like it's so much. Uh, it's the right thing. Of pre- yeah, it's not like so much uh, being predictable or right. in a boring way, but it's just like the booking is so good that you know what's going to happen. Like you exactly. can see what's going to happen. It's like a, a, a way of like a. I don't know. It's a, a way that they show that they have a like, good booking 
Yeah. Not not yeah. I don't know because I feel like sometimes people say that oh no, it's like too predictable. It's not good for me. That's not always the case because it's, if it's predictable, it's because like the story has been told so well that right. you can see where it's going. Like yeah. it being predictable is not always bad. And I feel mm -hmm. like Stardom is a prime example of this because when these stories get predictable, it's because it's been told so well that of course you know where it's gonna go so right i totally yeah. agree uh, you know that's a conversation i think people don't like to have is like predictability is not a bad thing if it's mm -hmm. the right story like if you tell the story right it's perfect honestly it's like the best form of wrestling because you you know you have me convinced you have me sitting there um and i think that's the that's probably the main reason though that people have seen Shuri's reign not as high up as maybe I think it is. And that is because like you said earlier, we've barely ever thought she was going to lose. Right. It's like, mm -hmm. she's going a year, you know, she's, she's going, she's going to hold this thing forever. Um, I, I forget. I don't think I have had many moments where I thought she might lose in this reign, but Thankfully for and her, also, she changed up her yeah, way of wrestling but, in these matches. But also, I don't, I don't think it's only like the weight of wrestling. But I think it's because we knew like the person who's gonna take the title off her is Julia. Yeah. So if she could be having any match. You're just like, okay, it's not gonna happen now because it's gonna yeah. be Julia. Right. It's not gonna yep. happen now because it's gonna be Julia. And with exactly. Saya, we don't know who who it is. Yeah. So you can't have like that that certainty. Yeah. It, you know? And that's part of the reason I'm so excited for Julia to get the title. It's because like. All right, I have no idea who's coming after Julia to win that belt. Like, I have no idea who the next World of Stardom champion is. So, like, three reigns now, we've been like, well, Julia's going to win the title. It's just a matter of when, right? It's kind of like the uh, – in some ways, it's kind of like AEW's booking with MJF. It's like, well, MJF's going to win the title. It's just a matter of when. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to get there eventually. But uh, Sai Kamatani versus Kyrie, a must-watch, 30-minute uh, draw. Yes. Please go out of your way to check it out. The next match was Shuri defeating Tommy Hayashishida in what I'm willing to say is another classic between these two. They've had seven matches. They're all memorable in their own way. Um, and I'm even willing to go the next step. This is my second favorite match they've ever had. Oh. Yeah. That, that is really up there. Because... And the they do so. This is when predictability does kind of it can hurt a match, right? Because with Shuri's reign, it's like, well, Shuri's winning. Like <laughs> we're not we're not changing the Dream Queen the main event a month out. But mm -hmm. I think where I love this match is we saw all of Utami's growth from this mm -hmm. year put into that match, and I'm like. This this woman's gonna be unstoppable. Like you thought her first title reign was great. Imagine when she gets that belt back, right? It's gonna be like the greatest mm -hmm. reign of all time, maybe. And that's special. Yeah. No, it's crazy to me because uh when we talk about Utami, last year you already felt like she was at her full potential. And then this year she just comes back even better and like, wait, what is the limit for this woman? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like it was it was really impressive. And the thing like with Shuri versus Utami is for me, it's like one of those matches that when they announced it, it's like, okay, I know it's going to be an amazing match, but at the same time, like, why yeah. are they doing this again? Like already, yeah. you know, like it's been like sure. one year, seven matches, you know, you're like, <laughs> okay, 
why are they doing this again? Like, I understand it's going to be a great match, but uh, I don't know about this booking. And then right. you watch the match and you're like, okay, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> they said, let's put on one more uh, all-timer between us before Shuri drops the belt. And I, you know, because yeah. these two aren't going to hold the belt for a while. So this is probably the last time we're getting this match, unless it's the Grand Prix, for a long time. You know, I don't see either of these two winning the title. Well, Utami could win the title next year. I'm sure she could probably mm-hmm. beat Julia very easily. Um, <laughs> again, that's a match that they've never done. So while we're getting that's seven the, Shuri versus yeah. Utami's, we have zero Julia versus Utami's. I think for me personally, I think that Utami versus Julia is the World Climax main event. Like, no yeah, doubt about it. it. I think they're mm-hmm. going to run the biggest venue possible that they can run. Mm-hmm. And that's your main event. No matter what. It doesn't matter I don't even I don't even care if it's a title online. That is your mm-hmm. match. That is the biggest match they have. And yeah. it's impressive. For title ring, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the it's impressive they've kept the t- them away from each other. Like that's not something companies can do very easily is keep your two of your top stars away from each other mm-hmm. for three years. But we've gotten it and I think I think this this title match kinda more than anything, just highlighted how incredible. Yeah, we know Shuri's great, incredible, but really how amazing Utami is, and how she has used what many say is a down year for her. Even though I think she's like top fifteen in my wrestler of the year, mm-hmm. like rankings, because she's you know anytime she got a shot, she delivered right. Like she had the match mm-hmm. with Saya, which you know the match with Saya is really upsetting to me because it should have been like the best match of the reign, and it wasn't even close. And I would have liked yeah. them to get another shot, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you know she had that. She had the incredible Grand Prix, as did many other wrestlers. Um, and she had the match with Mayu in the IWGP Women's Tournament, which was incredible, amazing, and. You know, now she had this, and it's like the moment you ask her to step up, she's gonna step up. Um, and I believe on cage match, this is ranked top ten of the year. This well, this, this match one? is top ten of the year, and I was shocked um, because this was my <laughs> this was my second favorite starter match of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think this and Kyrie Sai were pretty tight, pretty much tied, um, but. I was shocked when someone told me that. I was like, really? And not that I'm saying it was bad, but like in all of wrestling, this was top 10. I, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I mean, um, I understand. I, I definitely yeah. understand. And I understand like for people on cage match, giving it a high rating because of course it's like the match and people still think about that one that Meltzer gave like 5.5 stars, you right. know? So it's still something that they associate a lot. Uh like, I mean, it was an amazing match. They never missed together. They're like the prime example of wrestling soulmates. Like, they can always, like, go there. For me, they're like the Omega versus Okada of stardom. <laughs> so Yeah, it's so true. It, yeah, so I feel like they're probably going to run it back in the future, but not in a close future. No. I feel like you're right. Like, they wanted to give them the last big match before they stay away for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. So... It, it was a really good match. I, I, I don't know what, like, what to say about Shuri versus Otami anymore because it's always yeah. amazing. and I, I'm always <laughs> surprised. And I feel like this was definitely the one match in their entire rivalry that I felt that Otami, like show off more because in the other matches, of course, she was amazing. I mean, she was the champion. But Shuri was really like the one who you looked and said, okay, this is like 
thingy one. And yeah. Utami in this match, she she showed like, no, you thought I was good before. Like, <laughs> I was not even close to how good I can be. Right. It, it felt like it was a Shuri show for those, despite Utami mm-hmm. being champion. And I think Utami, I think Shuri did a good job of kind of allowing Utami to look like, you know, the star here. And, and the fact that they, in a match that I knew Shuri was winning, they created enough drama that I was like, well, you know. Julia versus Tommy's a pretty uh, juicy main event for that show. I knew that wasn't going to happen, but it was still it was still great to see. And you know, she even hit the um, BT bomb, which when Shuri kicked out, I was like, "Oh man, but Tommy's going yeah. to think of a new finisher because she cannot beat this <laughs> And you know, she, she kicked out of that. So that's the interesting part. But yeah, this uh, ha- this match was a nine point three seven on cage match. So. Damn. 86 votes, but still very impressive. Thank you for listening to the first part of this week's double episode as I talk to Anna DeMarco, of course, to discuss the incredible Stardom Gold Rush pay-per-view. But now I'm going to kick you right over to my conversation with Chris Sampsa, and you will get to hear the free version of me and him talking about the Kyrie versus Mayu Iwatani historic crossover main event. But if you want to hear all of the conversations from both chats, you got to subscribe to that Patreon, of course. But this is the free episode. I hope you enjoyed it. There's still over one and a half hours of content I didn't get to share with you. So please make sure to go check it out on the Fight Game Media Network Patreon. But enjoy my conversation with Chris Sampson now. That's cool, but you know, I guess we should talk about the Kenny Omega thing. Uh, yeah, which is pretty I suppose. I, I suppose. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I had said it on a previous show that I was doing. I don't know if it was this one when I previewed last week or something else, but I was like, it's going to be Kenny, and if it's not Kenny, it's John Moxley. Probably that was my guesses. I had a hard bet on John Moxley as as I wrote. It was a good bet. Yeah, I read it. I was, yeah. like, I was like, okay, so I'm not crazy thinking Mox because Moxley, especially off the Umino challenge, it mm-hmm. almost made too much sense. But I was like, and then they released that uh, best of seven series that they're doing in AEW. Yeah, with you know because they're crazy and out of their minds. And I was like, yeah, bringing the sports mindset into it. Good luck with that. Um, in in the I US. Saw, Yes, exactly. And I saw that January because they do have a show on January fourth. Because mm-hmm. I remember when they announced that it's in uh, Seattle, and Danielson's from Seattle, so everyone Every, like, everyone started to do the the flight math of can someone make it to both shows? And yeah. and I'm sitting here thinking like Wrestle Kings is a pretty big deal, and Dynamite's just a regular ass TV show. Like what? Right. Like why is yeah. this a question? But also AEW's this... crazy. They want everyone on every show, so I you know. Right. Well, it was the Seattle debut, so I knew Danielson wasn't touching totally. where he's from, obviously. But I was like, and before even I saw the date, I was like, yeah, but this is Kenny. Like, and they've built this story perfectly. They mm-hmm. <laughs> on AEW television, on social media, more than anything else. Yep. Um, and I was like, I feel, uh, and you know, people have always been tricky with like oh what is new japan getting out of this AEW relationship i was like just wait they're gonna they're gonna get it yeah they're gonna get the big one and they got the big one uh of course you know lights go out kenny pops up crowd explodes as much as you can you know in japan right now especially without it being a cheering crowd i was like oh it was like a goosebump type moment for me i was like 
This is special. This is special stuff. Uh, of course, he laid down the challenge. I thought his promo was great. And mm. I was talking with someone. I was like, the reason people love Kenny in Japan is because he took the time to learn the culture. You know, yep. he knows he did his whole promo pretty much in Japanese. It's like, that's important to them. It's huge. Yeah. And I thought everything they did to set this up was perfect. And it, and I said, as soon as it happens, like, good luck, Okada. Good luck, JY. I was like, if I mean, anyone's going to kill it, it's going to be you guys. But good luck. Jeez. <laughs> I, Chris Charlton. Like Jericho and Omega. Yeah, Chris Charlton said it. He's like, your main event at the Tokyo Dome is still probably Jay White versus Kazuchika Okada. But the main event in the Tokyo Dome is Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. And I, you know, Maybe he got a little slap on the wrist for saying that. I don't know if anyone actually yeah. listens to the English commentary on the on the Japanese side of things, but when he said that, I was like, "Yeah, no, that's pretty much it." Because yeah. that the Okada White match will be awesome, and I think yeah, it's going to surprise a lot of people with how good it is. Um, just because Jay White in the main event at Tokyo Dome, we've seen it a couple times now. I mean, the match miss. with the, with Ibushi was like yeah. one of my favorite matches of all time, and it, you're yeah. right, it just doesn't miss. These guys ain't gonna miss either. Like Osprey <laughs> no. and Omega are not gonna miss. Omega stepping back into the Tokyo Dome, stepping back into a blue ring. Oh my goodness! If you think he's not giving it his all, like they're, they're they might die. Like, <laughs> like yeah. they like Osprey. Osprey gives everything he's got, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I was I, truthfully. I think I said it on Super Jcast when I was on with Joel when when Damon took took some time away. I, he asked maybe or maybe it was when I was on with Damon. It was the question was what's the biggest match they could add to to get Western interest? And I was like yeah. Omega versus Osprey. Like that's that's the match. Absolutely. And like I said earlier, like I don't know that we've gotten the initial reaction that they were looking for, and some of that's just timing based and 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 whatnot. There, there's going to be a couple more steps to this story, yeah. I think, and it's that's going to be a hot match. And you're going to, I think, we're going to see some New Japan World subscriptions coming through on January third, January fourth. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I said, I, I talked to some people, and they're like, "Well, I know my match of the year already." I was like, "What?" It's hard to say no. <laughs> but, but I was just talking to someone just before we came on. Well, that's actually. scary to have that mindset too oh yeah i was talking to someone just before we came on and they were like they were like yeah but what about when they run it back at forbidden door two and i was like oh yeah that's a good point because you know tony khan's not letting this match happen in japan and he's not getting one so (laughs) you know i always thought that yeah you gotta assume and forbidden door would be a great spot for it i think and i hope that's in chicago again because Listen, it, all it are welcome. Be. It, we'll this be is, there. This is AEW. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're AEW's taking kind of the Japanese approach to to scheduling, where they kind of do yeah. things annually in in similar places. So, it's a good, I think it's a good plan. Here's the thing: WWE's done the same thing for years too. They've always right. they've they've kind of besides really, I guess, the pay per views, which they move around a, a little bit more than anything else. They've always been on the same kind of annual cycle, especially mm-hmm. like in big cities like Chicago. Like, there's a March show in chicago there's a probably a summer show in chicago and then we get one of the christmas shows for wwe and that's Mm -hmm. that's but and all the other cities kind of have similar stuff so not that's not surprising at all but um but yeah i mean they're gonna run that back in the u.s so i wouldn't pencil that in as 
your match of the year just yet because Osprey Omega two might be your match of the year and it might also happen in 2023. Yeah, that that's always been my thought process. It's like you know Tony Khan's gonna give it to them, but he's getting one for himself, he's, right? He's getting that plus probably. Yeah. I don't know what else he might. He's already had plus. He had Hiroshi Tanahashi in his AEW World Title. But match. you know what he you know what I bet he actually wants is Okada, Okada Omega. Omega. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking and, about that too. But in did you? But in America, how? how they so Kenny Omega, I think during his promo, he said something about one more time. Yes. And when he said that, they cut to um a very brief clip of Omega and Okada. <laughs> and you know Kenny. I mean, anyone who's paid attention yeah. to Kenny for a long time knows that like those Easter eggs mean something. Oh yeah. So it's coming. I, I actually think that might be that might it's be what door. Yeah, what what what's event. happening? At, I mean, how could it not be? Right? Assuming so. Okada's champion, of course. You would think, right? Probably, I think he beats Jay. But also, you would think that they wouldn't do that match without some sort of title online. Well, the, one, it doesn't need it, but two, yeah, no. I, I do think they would do it with the title on the line. They definitely don't need it, though. That's the oh. funny thing about this match. I was like, it does, well, it he could have lost. <laughs> Oh, they could have put the title on Amino. Yeah, they could have got two matches out of it, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. It so exciting stuff. Also, like I think I don't know if we were on the air or not when I said it, but the least surprising thing ever that Omega shows up on a show that's featuring you know Stardom and Joshi because that's right. such a big thing for him too. So yeah. it's it's cool to see all the wrestlers that you know are a believer in this the the stardom platform or the joshi platform to to all kind of get their spot here which yeah. um, even if it's so small yeah so small or a video or whatever i my bet is kenny wishes he could have appeared um but with full gear and all that you know like that obviously wasn't gonna happen but yeah you had um, a busy couple hours sure <laughs> you know just just reappearing and announcing a seven match series with the Ugh. you know god that's that'll be fun though too but i it's i a, hope he's risky i hope he's strong and healthy by january 4th is kind of all i'm hoping for he looked great the other night but yeah you know well, that's that's the thing you know i was talking about with someone it's like kenny hasn't been healthy since the first okada match <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it yeah yeah this is the first time he's ever been healthy now yeah so seven match series might you know work him up a bit but he has the young bucks there to take off the steam for him yeah a little bit yeah so that's like, just getting the Getting the ring calluses back on. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, by then, now that he's going to have all these matches, you know, because he's been start-stop in his return, yeah, he'll be good to go. He'll be good to yeah. go. And like you yeah. said, they might kill each other out there. They but, might die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's going to be, you know, probably a 40-minute all-time classic. So I Yeah, think you got to figure okay. they get some time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those last two yeah. matches are going long, and I'm yeah. going to enjoy every moment of it. Oh yeah, as, I'm gonna have a great as everyone should. Yeah. Um, but let's get to the main event here. The IWGP Women's Title was on the line uh, to crown the first ever champion, a tournament final, of course. As Kyrie defeated Mayu Iwatani to become the first ever champion. Uh, you know, enough people who listen to the show know that you know Mayu Iwatani is my favorite wrestler of all time. So I was. I was upset. <laughs> I was upset because, you know, I've explained this to people and I don't know, you know, you say you don't watch Star all uh, really, but to, to give my, to give the whole background of why I wanted her to win, you know, she debuted at the first stardom show. That was her in-ring debut. And she's never left. Obviously, you know, she's been there for the good times, the bad times when Kyrie left, 
when Io Shirai left, when, you know, in 2020, they had a tough time. You know, two of their top main eventers retired. Hanakamura passed away. She was the world champion at the time. You know, help build them back up. So I was like, it would be really nice if she could get the accolade. But you you know in the back of my head, I'm sitting there like, but who's the most known star in stardom because of what she went on to do outside of stardom? And that's Kyrie. So it's like, I I hoped but I wasn't crazy. Like, I wasn't sitting there like, oh, this is definitely... Once, I, I always said, Mayu Itani is going to be the first champion unless Kyrie's fighting for it. Then <laughs> she's going to be the first right. champion. And that's what happened. I thought they had... It, you know, this is the biggest starter match of all time. I've, I've said that time and time again. Biggest crowd they've ever had um, officially. They it outdid uh, a Yuzuki Akawa retirement show, which was like 5,500. Um this was 7,100 plus. They packed the house, as you and me yeah. talked about oh, yeah. earlier. Great house, yeah. Um, and, you know, for the biggest match, they went out there. They put on a show. They did everything in their power to not only make people tune into stardom, to make this title feel as special as it could right off the bat. And I think that's very special and very important. These girls beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> like, there's no other way to say it. Like, yeah. this was the most physical match on the card, and, yep. and it's not even close. And yep. even even Osprey and Amina, like, not no question about it. Um, so my wife and I started our honeymoon with the 2019 Royal Rumble. We we flew to Phoenix, and uh, we went to the 2019 Royal Rumble, and then we flew to San Francisco and drove the coast. But so we. The Royal Rumble was a great time. I wanted to check a baseball stadium off the list, so because they were in Chase Field. So and of Phoenix, course. you know what's wrong with Phoenix in January, right? So we had a great time. But my wife is a huge Kyrie fan. That's awesome. <laughs> so she, so I, I was watching the show on a, on the big TV the other night, yep. and my wife, she's working or whatever, she's on her her computer, and she sees Kyrie come out, and she goes, "Is that Kyrie?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, you like her, don't you?" And she's like. I love Kyrie Sane. And I was like, well, it's just Kyrie now. All capitalized. But and she (laughs) she she walks out of the room. She leaves the room and she goes and gets her little Kyrie Sane coin purse that she bought at the Royal at like the fan fest thing at the Royal Rumble. And she's like, and she like sat down. She's like, I want Kyrie to win. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm I think that's where this is headed, but I don't really know. They got the job done then. That yeah. that story right there tells me they did everything yes. they were supposed to do with this match. Yeah. So that's yeah, exactly it. So and my wife, she's a she's a she likes wrestling. She goes to the the big Chicago shows with me. She pays attention when I talk about it. Um and she, you know, she she does enjoy it. And and we had a great time at that Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble is a great time. But For sure. I was so I thought it was so funny that she still had that little Kyrie Sane coin purse that she probably bought for like you know, three dollars at the fan thing or whatever, yeah. just because she thinks Kyrie's just the cutest and the most fun wrestler. And then she's watching the match too, and she's like, "Oh my god, she's <laughs> vicious!" And I was like, "Because you didn't see a lot of that in WWE. Right. It you was know what it I mean? was watered down in some yeah, ways. good wrestling, but you didn't see For the sure. back fists and the no. you know like, oh my god." So we were both a little taken aback by it, just in the <laughs> sense of like, "All right," and yeah. even you know me, I love you know, hard physical wrestling, which is, you know, why I watch new Japan more than anything else. Like I, I loved this match and I had yeah. a great time with this match. And, you know, I've, I've, I have 
parachuted in for other stardom main events none of them really hit me quite like this one and i think Mm -hmm. maybe part of it is because i had such familiarity with Kyrie. um and so that's exactly it i I mean like that that's exactly it and i think that they did the right thing at least by having her in the match i don't know enough about where they're headed or where you think they're headed with this title um to know that that's the the right decision but if nothing else my you know my my wife is the person that i imagine when someone says casual wrestling fan and like she saw Kyrie. she saw Kyrie, and she was like oh okay i'm in so but this match you know on my side of things this match was great i mean great main event i don't know you know i don't know where it stands in like the you know the lexicon of stardom main events but this, it's up there. I'll tell you it, that. <laughs> is it? Okay. Okay. This is, if, if the main event scene in stardom is like this, then I'm watching the main event scene like stardom because this was, this was a great time and a really incredible match. Yeah. Really yeah, fun it, time. It is one. I'll tell you that it is mm-hmm. like this. Um, and you know, they have the history, um, at, you know, freedom is the EO Kyrie Mayu. That's them. Okay, that, that is the group. So seeing them put in this match, it's like, well, you have the perfect duo. If it wasn't going to be Kyrie, it probably would have been EO if Triple H didn't have to come back. Um, uh, truthfully, yeah, that's true. That that, it, that, that seemed like the path they were going down. Um, from what I've been told, it sounded like EO was going to go back, but. Mm-hmm. Triple H, mm-hmm. you know, had to come in and ruin the day or save the yeah. day for some people. He needed um, a need another stone for his infinity, uh, yeah, his infinity his, gauntlet, his crap gauntlet. Yeah, he <laughs> was one of the better people. On yeah, that, she. Yeah, that's, that's she didn't leave true. though. That's why she shouldn't be on. It's not like she left. Right. She didn't get released. Right. But you know, we'll act like she's on there. Uh, she's a lot better than Carrying Cross. Anyways, you know, without ooh. a doubt. <laughs> but he yeah, you know this, he had a great time in new japan let's yeah, yeah he got bullied by minoru suzuki and then <laughs> yeah. went running to and left and then went running to triple h it was perfect um but yes this is this was as perfect of a main event as they could have had i think um in terms of the way they you know had the right wrestlers in there they were able i think anyone that watched this could tell the story without having to know anything if that makes yeah, sense right without a doubt. Like, mm-hmm. like they know the importance of this match and while i would have loved mayu to have it because of selfish reasons your story right there i think should tell everyone why Kyrie is holding this title you want sure. to bring in as many fans as possible not only into stardom but it it does come with new japan you know this title sure. is supposed to travel to the u.s which is very important yeah right this supposed yeah. to be for the big strong shows and Kyrie again, instant like, oh, I know who she is. Yeah. I'll go see yeah, her. Yeah. And you know, I hope your I hope your wife saw her entrance because it's like well, that's what she more, saw. Yeah. Oh, that's when she saw her. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's mm-hmm. far that was far bigger than anything she ever got in uh, WWE in terms of like importance. But absolutely, I, yeah. I that that I I don't think that could have been a better story like I'm, I'm so happy you came on just for that story alone because yeah. it's like that means it worked <laughs> it worked yeah it worked for stardom and and where they're going i mean i said this match was more important than just these two wrestlers it's an idea that you know stardom isn't just the sister promotion of new japan that not a lot of people know about now it feels like okay now people can know and now that this title is getting defended on big new japan shows much like wrestle kingdom 
it's yeah. only a way to climb up that mountain. And I, I love that the physicality kind of woke everyone, everyone up. up. Yeah. I know it woke everyone because, you know, those spinning back fists and, you know, my taking it off the head and being like, all right, do it again. Yeah, it's let's like, go. It's perfect. And, you know, she has yeah. the perfect uh, elbow drop. So it's like, yeah, you know, picture perfect. Um, that but that's great. So awesome. Um, it, it's it's crazy. She puts everything into that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And of no, course, continue. I was gonna say this match could hold up any any you know any pretty much any New Japan main event. Yeah. Like this could that you it could put felt this in right, place. Yeah, in the right you could put spot. this right next to it. You know, um, even even you know some of the best matches of all time. If you look back to say Shibata and Okada, like that same physicality. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. without the headshots, right? But like. That same Don't physicality. Worry, bring those too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I believe it. After after watching this I match, ask, I absolutely. I wish they don't it. sometimes because of Shibata, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just, I mean, a phenomenal match. Another one of those matches that I've got penciled in on my top ten list for sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Me really too. a someone, great time. As someone that tries to watch as much as I do, this I think I hope I hope this broke through to a lot of people and i think i think it did i think it did because you know kind of like you said with the omega stuff and i think this does have to do with it it's like the main event was so impactful too you know plus full gear it's like there was a lot going on here to register everything that happened um and now that they're going to wrestle kingdom you got like you got a packed card for that Mm -hmm. show right Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta you gotta pack card anyways and then you add Omega, and then you add a woman's title match for now on. Where mm-hmm. if they get even fifteen minutes, they're gonna—I promise you—they're gonna go up there and do something yeah. like this. It's exciting. It's exciting, yeah. especially after the past couple of years, where I know a lot of people are down on the cards. Even though I love Wrestle Kingdom, I'm excited no matter what. Yeah, right. Like same, obviously. <laughs> it's the same how I felt when I was a kid with WrestleMania. It's like I don't care what the card is. It's WrestleMania. That's it's how WrestleMania. I feel with Wrestle Kingdom. That's. Kind of still how I feel about WrestleMania, even though I'm not a WWE watcher, but like I'm gonna watch WrestleMania. Yeah, like I'm just well, gonna Stone Cold wrestled this year. We all I, well that yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the Royal Rumble. And I'm gonna watch watch exactly. WrestleMania, and then for nine months of the year, I'm probably gonna basically ignore it. You're gonna completely check out, and then when it comes yep. back around, we're gonna do it all over. Again. I'm gonna do it all over again, and they're gonna hope they hold on to me, and they're not gonna do it. Um, Never do. <laughs> who who do you think? Assuming they're gonna defend Kyrie's gonna defend this on Wrestle Kingdom. Who do you oh, think? Oh, it's with Tam. It's with Tam. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. that was that's the next piece, right? But so. I did think it was shocking. Did you? Because I thought Utami on that mm. stage was mm-hmm. the obvious choice. And we're getting Kyrie versus Utami, but they're saving it for their show instead. That's right. Because that's they did right. the post match. And I was stunned. I really uh-huh. was because I think Tam's great. I think Tam's going to do really well in the spot. She's one of their main stars. But on the biggest New Japan show of the year, I was like, you probably want to put your biggest current star against Kyrie, And the fact that they're willing to do it anyways, but just a a week earlier on their on their Wrestle Kingdom, that's you know, Storm Dream Kingdom's now their signature event of the year. I was a bit I was a bit stunned. I was I really was. But it, it'll yeah. be a good choice because these two um, had a pre. Actually, she wrestled against Tam in her match back in Stardom. Okay. She so she teamed with Mayu um, 
to take on Tam and one of her stable mates. And it brought, it brought a lot of Kyrie out really quickly. So I'm sure they'll have a great match, but I was, I was legitimately shocked that they picked okay. her. All right. Nice. Yeah. That'll Cause, be. Cause I said, I, you know, I, I thought about this. I was like, you got to set a precedent here, right. With this first main event for his first title match, mm-hmm. but you have just as much big, uh, just as big shoes to fill now with the first defense at Wrestle sure. Kingdom, especially right? especially given that it's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, it's going to be more. It's going to be even more eyes, guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, well, especially now, it's definitely going to be more Westernized with Omega, because uh, with Omega, <laughs> with, geez, I mean that that's huge. I mean that that's that's going to be a huge spot for them too. Can we talk about how beautiful that belt is, though? Yes, please. That's a good. Let's do that. They they nailed that belt. I mean, like, yeah. holy cow, what a what a looker. I mean, I love so, the. The V2, I mean, it, the yeah. version two um, IWGP men's heavyweight title match, title belt, but they they really did a nice job with that, with kind of paying homage to that, but also making it um, stardom with the stars. That yeah, stardom. That I mean, out to oh, me. it's gorgeous. They, I mean, it's, I'm I'm not a belt guy. I like the current New Japan belt. The I do current too, IW, actually. That people people. You know, I like the U.S. I, belt too, which people don't like. Well, so the U.S. belt is the belt that people like now, but hated before. So, right. w- whatever, get over it, right? But and I can I can acquiesce that the V4 is about the most gorgeous belt I've ever seen. Oh yeah, greatest belt but of all time. <laughs> I like I do like this new um, yeah the new men's belt, but this they they whoever made it or designed it killed it. They just knocked it out of the park. It's a great looking belt, and it really elevates i think where what this championship is and i i hope that you know i hope that that is represented really really well that way me too yeah me too me too i think really everything they did with the iwgp women's title was a home run at least how was start. The, i was gonna i didn't see any of the the actual tournament leading up to it how how were the matches of the tournaments <laughs> Well, it was really a tale of two sides okay. <laughs> because on one side you had the international side. Oh, that's right. Which, yeah, yeah. Of course, was the Royal Quest match between someone no one's ever heard of and uh, alpha female Jazzy Gabbard, who yeah, yeah. hasn't wrestled in years. So that was a bold choice. And then, you you know, she went on to wrestle Kyrie, and it's like, all right, you're asking Kyrie to do a miracle here. Um, <laughs> she tried her best. She tried her best, yeah. you know. Um, but the other side was good because, you know, Mayu – Wrestled uh, Momo Watanabe, who of course oh, yeah. was in the um, big mix tag, mm-hmm. who you know is the longest reigning uh, or has the most defenses of the Wonder of Stardom title, which is their second biggest title. So she has a historic place to be in that tournament. And then she wrestled Utami in the semifinal, which was probably the best match of the tournament until yep. obviously until this, this one, which yeah. was you know this one killed it. In every yeah, this was this was the best match, one of the best matches of the year for stardom, let alone uh, I mean I if people get a if people get a hold of it, I think people will Yeah. It's gonna land yeah, I mean, on a lot of a lot of lists. I don't I don't go through cage match much because you know people are ridiculous on there, but it did get a <laughs> especially now. Rating. Oh, I know. Um, but it did get a respectable, you know, nine point two eight. So it's like okay, That's I'm not good. crazy. I'm not crazy that I appreciate it this much because you know I'm the stardom homer, so I'm not. I'm yeah. gonna appreciate pretty much anything they do, but I like to grasp everyone and like it's 126 votes, so it's not like it's you know 10 
<laughs> for yeah. sale. Oh, that's yeah, that's plenty. That's plenty yeah. to go off of. Curious yeah. what so, I'm I'm curious what you know, like what Dave ends up going on on something like that, or I or even do. some of my pals at, at Voice of Wrestling that I I pay attention to their star ratings. I I I'll check in with them, but yeah. yeah, I mean it's up there. It's top right now on Cage Match. It's number eleven. Uh, pretty good for twenty for twenty twenty two. That's pretty good. It's it is though the second highest stardom match. Wait, um, let me try to guess the first one. Yeah, yeah, please. Is it's it, pretty recent. Julia and Tam. No. Oh wait a minute! It's recent. It does only have eighty eighty one votes. I mean, like three days ago, recent. Oh, Shuri and Utami again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was that is that up yeah, there? They, yeah. So I mean, I know the first one exploded last year. Thank, yeah, thank you. That's thank you, Mr. that's Nelson. probably the last Stardom match I watched, truthfully. Yeah. So, um, I thought it was their second best outing, which they've had a lot now. That this is their seventh match. Okay. Um, so I thought it was either their second. I could honestly, because there was a finish this time, I could see a little be. Yeah, I've heard first. that's a. I've heard that's an issue. That's a hit or miss for a lot of people. Um, but yeah. I think, yeah, I think that could be the first or second in their rivalry easily. Um, okay. Yeah, but I'll I didn't think out. it would be that high. I thought because I actually preferred this. Okay. The IWGP still yeah. because I I just thought the emotion, the stakes rose yeah. it a little bit. But yeah, you know, maybe that's just my again selfishness towards Mayu and company. But that's good sure. to hear you know, that it's sure. that high. I like, you know, being eleventh. It'd be top ten for me, but sure. Yeah. Eleventh yeah. for the universal voting yeah that's fine right did you i guess let me ask on a, on a big stage on a, or a kind of a bigger question did this show feel huge and big to you as a stardom um homer or stardom believer yes absolutely okay it, it felt as like because i knew they'd go into it feeling it's that big mm-hmm. um i know on the new japan side like i don't know I don't know if it really felt that big because you know you guys have big shows all the time. It's like another yeah. day in the you know another day in the ballpark. Um, you know you're gonna pick up your glove, you're gonna play catch, and it's gonna be, <laughs> it's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. But for starting, it was definitely felt major because okay. the IW. I think the IWGP title without that, it would have been like all right, this is cool. Yeah, but because they added that prestigious IWGP to them in a lot mm-hmm. of ways it's like okay mm-hmm. they care now i am fully invested without that mm-hmm. i would have been like all right this is a show you know yeah cool kind of kind of like the noah kind of like the noah show that they that right. happened earlier exactly. in the year right yeah do which you they call wish... wrestle kingdom which yeah whatever um wrestle kingdom <laughs> not in the tokyo dome um okay <laughs> do you wish that they would have booked more stardom title matches like yes. to int- to introduce people to kind of the structure of the the company. I do because that's what I, that's what that's what I feel was missing from the Stardom side. I would have put one more title match at least. Yeah, even if it wasn't the world. Yeah, I wouldn't have put the world because you're doing the IWGP. You don't want. Match. Yeah, you don't want to clash. You don't want to play that, that right? game because uh-huh. um, that's going to be a game should... they have to play anyway. Yes, and if the long <laughs> the amount of time you can avoid the game, the better. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Per- personally because i know they kind of want to try to keep them separate which yeah you know makes sense but i want to put the wonder or i think the high speed because high speed is the as one i, I keep say, hearing about yeah. yeah as i say to people the high speed 
is like the main thing completely different yeah from new japan like yes the way the styles are different but in terms of matches like yeah it, new japan doesn't have high speed well, they they're have the try- tv they're kind of they're kind of trying is- to Aren't they kind of right. trying to mimic it? I think they with are. The TV? Which is smart. Yeah. I think it'll be uh-huh. very Seems creative. Cool. I, I love the tournament that they did, yeah. the mini tournament. I thought it had a lot of it, – it It makes a lot of wrestlers be more creative in some yeah. ways because it's like, don't get me wrong. If you can book out a 40-minute match, you're you're incredibly creative. Yeah. But, being, yeah, yeah. but shrinking it down and how do we make this work in 15, it's like a whole yeah. different challenge. And, uh, yeah, I, I would have put a high-speed title match on here. Just be like, hey, this is stardom. Right, and right. this is this is the difference. But you know, I I also wish you know I I got Naito out of a t-shirt. But yeah, <laughs> what what else did I expect? <laughs> yeah, well, you can't have it all, okay? <laughs> no, I know, I know. But for a first effort as a show in between these two companies, thought they knocked it out of the park overall. Oh, yeah. Knocked it out of the park overall. I mean, it feels like a show you can do once a year, no problem, yeah. and play with it. Right, like see how you can do it. I've also thought about if they don't do title matches, you can do um, Okada and Utami versus like Tanahashi and Mayu because like that's the best comparison I have. Okay, Um, you know Mayu's really big, like like a really big mixed tag. Yeah, like top stars of each company. Yeah, teaming, like very simple. Or of course, you can just keep going back to the titles too. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Which do you they think they could of. do you think they could run something like this in the US and, and draw pretty uh let's say could they draw ten thousand? I think they could. I think yeah. they could. You just in a big be, city, right? You gotta you gotta make the card a little more stacked though. At that point Is you that probably makes... need to do all all the titles. Yeah, I think I think you gotta get an IWGP world probably on there to make sure. Yeah, in your which they don't event. do very have, frequently in the U.S. No, have that be your main event, uh-huh. and then maybe IWCB Women's Wonder. Yeah. Yep, keep, again, keep the world of stardom out of there if you want. Doesn't really okay. matter. You can put it in out um, because I think the IWGP Women's is going to create enough prestige that that can be your world title match. Okay, for the stardom side, but equal but different. Yeah, and I'm sure you know. If they're coming to the U.S., they'll play a little with the AEW and, you know. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. If they're there, like, I try to keep John Moxley off a wrestling card. Like, it's going to be tough. Um, That's that's kind of how I look at it is like try yeah. to keep Eddie Kingston out. Like it's not going to work. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that's how I, that's how, like they did that, Um, the rumble on 44th street mystery show. And I was like, yeah. Of course, Mox is here. Why wouldn't he be here? <laughs> well, you can't announce him, but you can have him. Exactly, but yeah, yeah I think it could work. You just, uh-huh. I think maybe yeah. a year or two down the line, though. Yeah, I mean, Keep it does pushing. seem like it does seem like that's part of the the plan. You know, right, like strong, they want they want to for strong and to to grow stardom in the, in the U.S. and to introduce stardom to the U.S. too. So it's a good idea, and you can um if you if you want to, you can have. The U.S. women's wrestlers jump into. I'm sure. Well, I guess that's yeah, exactly. There's a lot of long-standing old relationships there too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Tony Storm's a former yeah. World of Stardom champion. She would make yeah. sense as a challenger. Um, the fun that'd be cool. The fun running joke of Sasha Banks. <laughs> I mean, that's a that it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's everywhere. But... It's everywhere. 
I'm not going to believe it until she actually steps out of WWE. It'd be pretty cool, though. It would be awesome. You know, that, my 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 one dream match is Mayu and Sasha, but that'd yeah. be pretty cool. I don't know. That, that would be, be cool. I don't that'd know. be huge for them if they could get Sasha. Oh, Banks. I that mean, goes without saying. I mean, Sasha versus Kyrie's like that's gigantic. For I, you know, knowing the the little bit that I know about Sasha, and I don't want to talk too much about her because I don't need that smoke. But um, Sasha bots. They're, they're as far terrifying. as I everything I've ever seen is that she loves like high end wrestling. Yeah. So. Well, that's that, why I'm like, I don't think it's coming. that out of the question. Yeah. Well, that, that's the funny joke. It's like, oh, maybe she don't want to wrestle anymore. I was like, have you ever heard her speak ever? Speak about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like this is her one love. Like, this is yeah. all she cares about. It's like, I think she'll come back. But uh, yeah, well, Chris, thank you for coming. Like, if you were, I'm not going to ask you to write the show. No, we don't do that here. But like, thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you think they should do more? Oh, absolutely. I think this is great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. do you think, well, they're definitely going to do more with that crowd number. That was what, number three for Japan, uh, New Japan this year? That I sounds right. I don't, I don't have a, a I know Tokyo sort- sortable list, but yeah, it's, it's definitely in the top five. Um, I, th- I know night one killed it, obviously, yeah. of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, but that's was still, it Dominion still a- or the G1 final. They're all kind of in the same range. Yeah, which is um, still impressive, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was the correct size building for a seven thousand person um, yeah. event. So, yeah. you know, I I do hope I want to see this in a in a classic venue too, though. I want to see this in Budokan or uh, Sumo Hall. I think that well, would be Stardom runs Sumo Hall, so right? No reason yeah, not yeah, yeah. To do it. <laughs> right, and but if you jam pack Sumo Hall with a real cheering crowd. That'd yeah. be real. That'd be a really great time because Sumo that's, Hall, when it's when it's hot and and loud, oh, there's no better venue. That's the fun game I play. It's I always say like, well, you know, all these are first, but then there's going to be the first of having crowds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like having right? crowds that can cheer and be, you know, be yeah. raucous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, different. absolutely. And I, I think. I, I think that we're going to see – I think we are going to see a lot more of this. I don't know if we're going to see, quote-unquote, historic crossover, but right. I think I, they're going to they're gonna do some crossing over, and I think I, that there's some pretty major investment to, to do so. Yeah. I always made the joke that how uh, – you know, Bush, uh, not Bush, Cyberfight does their like mixed in wrestling mm-hmm. festival with all their companies. I was like, well, Bush Road has the top two Japanese companies. They should probably do their own. They should probably <laughs> and then do they that. Did yeah. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it makes too much sense, I think. The top two uh, companies in attendance, you know, you might, yeah. you might want to just go with it. But Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Of course, you know, I always give people, even though, you know, I'm sure a lot of people listening know where to find Chris Samsa. I'll still, you know, where, where should people go find Chris Samsa? Best place to find me is Twitter at the Chris Samsa. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, I'm around. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Anywhere I go, I will add the in front of my name because now I think people have it's heard it enough off. times that yeah. it's, it's my, it's my moniker, but otherwise um, during major events, or major tournaments i do uh do a lot of posting and voicing voices of wrestling and or sport of pro wrestling.com uh later right after tag league i'll probably have my annual post that has all of uh new japan statistics for this year in a sortable form for you all to go play with so check out sport of pro wrestling.com in the future and yeah 
thank you for having me. This was an awesome time. I love learning a little bit about stardom from you, someone who clearly knows, you know, everything there is to know about, uh, about the company and, and to give me a little more insight about the show that, that I, I just watched and, and enjoyed. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Hey, I feel the same way when, you know, talking to you about New Japan, because I watch New Japan, but I don't know nearly as much. So, you know, it's a, it's a learning game that we get to play here, and that was a lot of fun. So thank you for coming on. I, You know, I was trying to – I always do this when I come on to shows with people. I'm like, yeah, I'll hold them to an hour, and then, you know. Yeah, I – I, I will I will admit I'm a talker. Um so any show I'm on I know is gonna go longer yep. than your average. <laughs> Good. So I'm happy for it. That's yeah. why I told Garrett we're doing two this week. There you go. I'm doing nice. two different episodes. Sweet. <laughs> Perfect. Cool, uh, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Everyone, uh make sure to check out uh the second episode this week, which will be the traditional episode, uh where I talk about, you know, Stardom's other pay per view that they just had because, you know, they had to double up this week they're also doing tag league so we'll talk a little bit about that as well uh for chris i'm scott thank you and have a good one everyone